anyone that I've like talked to anything like they were just about their bread like I've worked with like Big Baby Gucci, Zodiac, Nestle like a lot of people you know everyone knows me they they know me you get what I mean but like ultimately dude like you can think that like any of these guys are your friends but like after you like work with them enough then it just everything starts to only turning into business like what happened with Ken Carson like immediately after Ken Carson every page wanted to talk to me because they were like oh like Let's make this happen. Let's do this interview, blah, blah, blah. But it's like the second my hype started dying down, it just started turning like, oh yeah, Bella, like, we'll, we'll give you the post. Like just throw us 200 here, throw us 300 Yeah, here. bro. The crazy thing about the whole Ken Carson thing is that I got blackballed. All these hyper pop artists like Young Fazo, all these guys, like they just stopped talking with me. Like they stopped. Like, really? Yeah. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Adversity Kings. You know, this is our 1,648,426th episode uh, live <clears throat> today. So tune into all the rest of them. I'm playing. I don't know what episode number this is, but this is going to be one of the best. Sitting down with my boy. You said call you Nas. Yeah, Nasir. Nas. Yeah. Um, and then obviously right here, Season Dead on Instagram. So make sure y'all check him out on Instagram. Season Dead. Season's Dead. So... Uh, obviously, you've been uh, in the music industry for how long now? I've been in it for like a few years. It's been about maybe three to four years. And I think about last year is when everything kind of started with the industry. Ken Carson, Playboy Cardi, Nestle, Ugly God, and more. Let's go, bro. Come on. Yeah. So uh, all you guys pretty much know those names. Uh, if you don't, look them up. Massive artist. And, and that's what happens, bro, is, uh, you know, you, you start to get up there. It's just like business, man. I, I've like sitting down with a bunch of musicians and, and I know I'm going to learn a lot from you on this podcast, bro. But um, just to start off, I know sitting down with a lot of musicians that I have on these other podcasts is like, it's like business. Like, like the music industry is literally a lot like business. Like it is not something where you're going to drop a single, get lucky and blow up for the rest of your life and never have to worry about none. That's not what's going to happen. Like you have to force yourself to climb through the trenches, bro. Like you have to start with nothing um, and, and force yourself to climb through the trenches to get to where you want to go, even if you're the best. Like like nowadays, having great music ain't good enough. Exactly. Now, like nowadays, you have to market correctly. You have to know the right people. You have to get in front of people. People have to listen to you because you could be the greatest artist on earth, but if nobody hears your song, how are they going to know if it's good, you know? Exactly. But um, but yeah, man. So uh, just to jump off, man, if you want to kind of dive right into it, uh, kind of introduce yourself a little bit. Um, I like the drip. First of all, this dude's jacket's fire, so, bro. I mean, you know that's I mean? you know that chain. Let's go, bro. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, my name is Nas. Uh, I go by an artist named Seasons Dead. Um, started making music a few years ago. It was all for fun, and then when people started turning it into a way bigger deal than what it was, I kind of did the same, you know, and um. I've spent maybe like 20, 30 grand on just music in general so far. Just my voice, you know, perfecting it, trying to get that flow, trying to get my stuff. And um, once I realized that there's like maybe 200, 300,000, 400,000 artists just here in Chicago alone, yeah. you got to do something different. You get what I mean? Because every time you say, oh, I'm a big deal, someone thinks you're a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah. So after that, I started, uh, I reached out to a lot of famous people like Nestle, Big Baby Gucci, Vori. Ken Carson was like the first one that I reached out to. I was supposed to work with Nestle, but um, Ken Carson was the first one that reached out. Uh, we've been hitting him up for like a month, two months, and he just never uh, he never reached out until like around my birthday, you know. And um, he was cool. Everything was chill. But um, 
should have saw the signs pretty early. Uh, fast track, he took three months and he just scammed us. So I started kind of a smear campaign against him, just like just to kind of get, either get the song feature, whatever you know. And um, he, instead of instead of giving the money or the feature, he actually had opium um, try to take me off Instagram for bullying and harassment. So instead of confronting me and actually uh, being like, hey, like I'll do this, I'll do that, he told me that I'm doing this all for clout and that I'm not about my bread. And you said that's Ken Carson that did that's that? That's Ken Carson, yeah. Ken Carson, that's Playboy Cardi's protege. Y'all know him from Destroy Lonely. Um, he hangs around with Sofago, all of these guys. Yeah, so interesting Messed something up, else. Yeah. But after that, I ended up working with Nestle. Nestle's a really important person to me. He's the one who kind of got me opportunities to work with Ugly God and a lot of people. And then I also worked with Valley. And uh, I think the biggest person I've worked with was Vori. Uh, at Vori, you guys know him from Instagram. He's on Kanye's album. A lot of people know him. So, yeah. Wow, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the thing about the game, though, is like, you know, uh, you got to be transparent, bro. It's going to come back to get you. I mean, that's just what it is. Like, if you can't sit there and say, like, even if I'm going to, like, like at least plan on scamming you or something, you know, <laughs> I could at least, like, hey, bro, like, hey, uh, you know, sorry, bro, we do, we just can't work together, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah, we just don't vibe together. There's no hard feelings together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's it, bro. I mean, but if you're going to, you know, take somebody's money, say you're going to do this and scam them, bro, it's going to come back to get you, yeah, dog. Yeah. And that's just what it is. 100%. And the difference is it might not be, you know, X dollars. It might be. 10x what what you gave to him bro of course you know he might be trying to go work with get an opportunity to go work with little baby or something because uh and then boom he gets you know screwed over so that's what's gonna happen bro it's karmic debt you know and obviously i don't wish you know um anything bad on anybody but in that scenario bro it's just like business uh you know doing that is like you drinking poison and wanting the other person to die like exactly. you're gonna get screwed over long time long term there is something that's called karmic debt is where whatever you do onto others, it will be done It'll onto come you. Come right back, exactly. Me. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So uh, that's and that's the biggest thing, bro. And the and you can probably uh, talk more on this with the music industry. But first of all, I want to ask you, but where did you get the name from? So seasons, seasons dead. dead. Where did yeah, you get the name so, from? Yeah. Um, so I thought about a name that would promote itself automatically, and uh, that name started with season. That was my first name because like Kanye was like started the whole Yeezy season, SZN, right? And everyone started jumping on that, like oh, like balling season, this season, football season, right? And I'm like, damn, like this name promotes itself. So like I kept it a season for a while, but then like it became like, it became too generalized. Like yeah. I couldn't, SEO traffic, all that stuff, it wasn't picking me up. So like then I thought about Zed's dead, you know, yeah. EDM, stuff like that. Cause I like that too. So I'm like, I'm like, damn, like, let's just see how it sounds. And like, I put seasons dead. And after that, like everyone just started checking me out. People started making jokes like, oh, season's alive, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but those jokes and those memes are like, what actually like... Yeah, any attention is good attention. Bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So like, it just started going really fast from there. And everyone knows me now in Chicago. I'm worldwide now, you know? Everyone, Let's go, bro. Yeah, hella countries know me. And like, biggest fan base is in Germany. Really? Yeah, and I'm trying to go out there and trying to do a show. So all my all my Germany people, I appreciate you. Let's go, bro. That's <laughs> impressive, bro. And and that's uh I mean, dog, I can't even imagine what that's gonna look like for the future for yeah, you. Right? You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's uh that's the thing I wanna get into and talk about too that um I haven't really talked about with anybody else is just, you know, problems. You know what I mean? So 
um, there's problems in everything that you do and, and everybody listening and watching this is going through different problems in their life and different avenues in business and, and whether that's the music industry, whether that's just straight business, whether that's sports, like whatever the case may be and whatever dream that you're pursuing, you're going to have problems, right? Yeah. So let's talk about that because your problem, your, your problems right now are not going to be compared to the problems later. So for example, you know, right now, let's say a problem for you is like, all right, I need to get more out there. I need to get shows booked. I need to X, Y, Z, right? I need to, you know, make more money. I need to get more studio time. Well, now your problem later, you know, two, three years from now is yeah. going to be, damn, I can't be in 20 places at once because I got all these shows, yeah, you know, I got yeah, too many shows, yeah. you know, so there, there's good and there's bad problems to have, bro. And I think that in life, we, you know, Alex Hormozzi said this and he said, we trade bad problems for, for, for good problems, bro. So yeah. I want to hear about some, what are some of the bad problems that you've kind of faced? Um, what are some of the good problems that you've yeah. had? And then uh, anything else that you're kind of doing besides uh, music as well? Yeah, so uh, we'll just talk a little bit about the music and we'll move from there. So um, I some of the bad problems that I faced definitely is that uh, I had two managers. One, uh, her name is Amore, and then the other one was Trap. That's what we used to call him. He uh, he inserted himself into my life, you know, and we were we were all supposed to be friends and all. He was everywhere we went, you know. He's promoting me, promoting me, going crazy, going crazy, and like it started getting awkward because like we'd be going to like hookah bars, places, and he'd like take the he'd like take the ox, you know. He started playing seasons Z, you get what I mean? And like at it, the hookah bar, yeah, like, no, no. yeah, like he didn't care. You get what I mean? It was a cool problem to have, yeah. you know, and um. This guy, he uh, he got so close to me, you know, so close, like perfect, like literally like aligned, you know, yin yang, like yeah. like crazy, you know, and all of a sudden he um, he just started just toxic behaviors, you know, toxic really? behaviors. He got so close to me and he was like trying to make moves on my girlfriend. What the hell? Yeah, he was trying to do that. He was uh, he was like talking to everyone I told him about that I had problems with. He started talking to them. Started hanging out with them. So, yeah. like, when I'm out and about and I'm, like, seeing these people joining, like, our circles when we're hanging out, going to shows and stuff, they're coming through to these shows. And I'm like, nah, like, that's not cool. You yeah. get what I mean? And um, it made me think about something, like, really crazy. It's like, I talk about this concept a lot, this uh, wolf pack. Because, like, that's my br that's, like, the brand, like, wolves. You get what I mean? Right. Like, I have my own little circle. Whoever's a problem, they get kicked out, like, right away. You get what I mean? And, um... A really crazy thing about it is that when that alpha wolf, when he starts to get sick, when he starts to stop like performing, all the other members of the packs are shitting on him. Yeah. Like completely. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like they make, they understand that he's not performing well anymore. They understand that he's not doing so good. So they'll start picking at him, picking at him, picking at him. And then eventually no one will respect him. Yeah, that's true. And I, I feel like, I feel like this problem that I faced, yes, he was my manager at one point and I appreciate everything he did, but like it was a it was a blessing and a curse because it was a blessing in the fact that oh my god, everyone knows me now. But it was a curse in the aspect that like wow, like it came with a cost. Yeah. Sounds like he wanted to be you in a sense. Yeah, yeah. and that's and that's the crazy thing because like at a certain point everyone came up to him and was like, Oh, your season's their manager and he started having a personality conflict, like, oh no, I'm me. I'm not him. I'm not this, I'm not that. Yeah. Uh you get what I mean? He chose that. That's that's what I don't understand. A lot of times is you'll see people do that where they'll they'll choose a role. Yeah. And it's like here's what's required for the role. And that's all you need yeah, to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And even if they get results, like for example, yeah. that's somebody that that'll get results, 
in the role that they do and they want to try to take credit for it. And it's like, listen, dude, you can, but at the end of the day, your your single-handed job is to promote someone else. Yeah. You chose that role. If you don't want to do that, then don't be a damn manager. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and the funny thing about it was that um, I actually told him before I move on to my next thing, I told him straight up, I was like, listen, man, like I gave you, uh, I'm offering to give you money and you don't want it, but you're going around everywhere saying I'm not paying you. So like, where where is the, yeah. where, where is this going? You know what I mean? Um, I think the second, the the other second good problem that I've been having, that it's a good problem, but it's bad in its own way. I've been um, receiving a lot of attention, man. I've had to change my number three times. Like, I'm always moving, you know. Like yeah. when I'm when I'm out in public at the malls and stuff, I don't go. I don't go like by myself anymore. I'm always with friends. I'm always yeah. with like a group, like five, six people. Like I've had times where like I'm at the, I'm just buying some clothes and like. One of my like either like little brother's friends or like someone random will just come up to me, go like, oh, hey, bro, what's going on? Like, I like your music. And then they just take a picture of me and walk away. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you get what I mean? Yeah. So I've been I've been having that a lot recently. Like Black Friday was like an indicator that when I went, like people were just taking pictures and I just felt like weird. Yeah. You know, well, that's dude, what it's going to be. Yeah, so. Just wait till it's crowds, but wait till yeah. it's millions of people. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's. That's going to be a, a good problem to have. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's that's the thing, dude. Any attention is good attention. Whether people are hating on you, whether they're loving on you, whether they're just promoting your shit. And yeah. Like, shit, dude, you can call it trash. Just show my shit everywhere. You that's know what, what I mean? Saying. I don't care. This is the... I started I started going crazy with this last year. And uh, this year we had uh, 400,000 streams. Let's go, bro. Yeah, Let's yeah, go. Yeah. So I'm Come trying on. to hit that. I'm trying to hit that two, three million. Yes, so, sir. Yeah. Well, that's... Uh, and that's kind of what I was talking about. You know, shout out Real Young G. We was on a podcast yeah, on yeah. here before. And he was talking about streams, right? And he was talking about, because I, I was confused personally. I had some questions about like, all right, so what does like the money look like in, in music? Because, you know, there's people that fake it till you make it. There's people that act like they're rich, they're not. Everything's rented kind of deal. And, uh, you know, and he was saying like a lot of these cats are, you know, uh, Almighty AK and, and stuff like that. They were saying like a lot of these cats are broke. You yeah. know, like a lot of these people that you think are these big, rich artists. It's um, a facade, bro. Exactly. They're, they're broke. Yeah. And I was kind of seeing like, number one, how do you make money? Um, and like number two, like where do you make the most money? You know, because like for example, like Russ, uh, you know, Russ is an artist, and and you look at his house, bro, where his labels in his pool, like yeah, he owns his house, mansion, yeah. estate, um, and dude's making millions. He's been doing it for years, man. Yeah. While, you know? yeah, yeah. And he like produces his own stuff and yeah. and everything like that. So, uh, what do streams look like as far as like? Is it different for everybody or is it kind of like how like 10 cents per stream or like yeah, what's that look like? Yeah, it's definitely so like I know Spotify, Apple Music and everything it does. So now that we're talking about it, I kind of want to bring it up as well for like all the artists around too. Spotify, there's like a coalition thing that's going on right now. It's like in the background. It's like a, a little group right now. And uh, they're trying to bring up the streams right now because everyone right now, you're only getting paid 0 0.645 or something cents. Or it'll be 0 0.452 cents per stream. Per, per stream. Sometimes it's 0 0.00623. Yeah. So it's like low. So like if you got like 1.5 million streams, that's like maybe five or 10 grand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So like it's really, it's it's a really crazy thing. But this group in Spotify right now, um, they're holding events every year. I think they're from Europe. And uh, they're actually trying to bring that percentage up that money that uh, actual artists make, and they're bringing it up to one cent, one or two cents per stream. So if you got 100 streams, that's like a dollar. 
But like that's kind of crazy. You get yeah. what I mean? Because uh, there's people that are getting billions of streams, yeah, 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 like three yeah. billion streams and shit. And uh, when I went to LA, went to see Big Baby Gucci, Nestle, and all of them. Uh, I went to this like um, it was like a Soho house or something, and like we talked, blah blah blah. And I met I met two people, and they were talking about marketing, etc. And like they were like asking me like, oh like what do you want to do with your life? You know, I was like, oh like I was thinking about becoming like a doctor or something, but like I don't know, blah blah blah. They're like, bro, just do that. It's like harder. It's like easier than this music. And I was just like, "What you mean?" They're like, "Dude, like, we're putting like twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars in these artists. Like, yeah, like they're doing good with the streams now and stuff. But the return, yeah, and little to none on the return. Yeah, because you gotta put like, dude, like marketing. Like, I spent like fifteen thousand dollars, dude, one yeah. time, one month just for my streams. You get what I mean? And then I started averaging like maybe like three to six thousand streams every day." For like a solid month or two but it was chill but at the same time it's like damn like i can't do that like every yeah. single month like we all got bills to pay you get what i mean right well what about yeah. what about apple music is that the same scenario with spotify, spotify is the best one man and the thing is is that uh apple music it doesn't really show you what's your monthly listeners it doesn't show anything like spotify like a lot of a lot of promotion companies they always ask you for your spotify link because they can actually show you like what are your monthly listenings? Monthly listings are most important. So Yeet, you know Yeet, everybody yeah. knows Yeet now. Yeah, so he had like, what, like 200,000, 300,000 monthly listeners. And like last year came along, then it moved up to like 500,000, started hitting 700, 800,000. Now he's hitting like 30, 40 million monthly listeners. You got 40 million monthly listeners. Yes, of course, you're going to be hitting like at least like, I feel like you're hitting like at least maybe... 20 to 100k like every month you get what i mean because like shit. yeah he got like 30 40 billion streams his spotify for artists he posted on his page like oh 40 billion streams like holy crap like he got everyone pushing him the minion movie like yeah. everyone's like oh he got blessed it nah he did not get blessed in. that was interscope you yeah. know what i mean yeah. come on quit playing with me so so that's the next question i have so let's say you're signed right yeah because yeah. obviously you're fully independent right fully now fully independent yeah. right now yeah yeah is that how you kind of want to remain or, or is if the deal's yeah, right, was that so, something that you would pursue? Yeah, so I got my girlfriend right now. She's she's managing me right now and everything. Um, She's kind of the one who pushed me because like I was supposed to blow up with the whole uh, SoundCloud gang, like Lil Skies and everything. But yeah. like, yeah, I was supposed to do all that stuff. And what happened is that like I got show, so shut down from everyone when I was doing auto-tune. Really? I was doing it. I was like one of the first people like doing it, like actually making melodies and stuff. And I shut down and then this manager like found me. He's like, nah, this shit's hot. Like, let's keep going. Let's keep going. And um, everything was good, and I've had I've had opportunities to get like signed and stuff, but like she she's helping me out. We're all using our own cash. I will tell you something right now, like being signed, dude. Like si being signed is not just like oh like now like everything's smooth. You can make music at your own time. You can do this. Being signed, man. Like you're signing your life away. Like if That's there's any yeah, if there's anything that really crazy stuff that I've been seeing in the industry since I've been in it is pedophilia. Really pedophilia man i've met some famous artists i'm not gonna say their names or nothing but like i told them i'm like i'm gonna get famous i'm gonna make these songs blah 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 and they just looked at me and just told me like oh the only way you're gonna do it is if you perform like an act yeah really and i just looked at them and i'm just cracking jokes like, i don't know what you're talking about and like went back on my phone i look back up they're still staring at me like cold eyes they're real about it yeah, yeah. Pedophilia, bro, that's man. crazy that you say that bro because i just read you know montana 300 yeah bro so he's so he's independent me and my boy were arguing about this yesterday yeah. like 
you know, I was like, oh, there's not one independent artist that's doing his numbers like Montana has been doing over the yeah, last 10 years, you know? Yeah. And we, I look up, like, one of his tweets, bro, and Reddit comes up, and it says, Montana's like, yeah. And I, I was like, some guy was, like I said, this was in an interview with Montana, and he said that, Montana said that all the <clears throat> record executives and shit are just, it's just homosexuals. And there's nothing against homosexuality, nah, but nothing. they're saying that like he he said that he was invited to a party with all these label execs and these yeah. these labels and these record labels. And when he went to the party, there was just a bunch of dudes and there was no females. There was just all dudes. There were condoms everywhere. There were dark rooms. The swinger parties. Yeah, were and they yeah. and they want dudes to go. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just said that, bro. I'm like, what is going on in the, yeah, in the music industry, bro? I've had a few people like um, reach out and they told me that they'll like, they'll take me up if I do stuff. And what the and hell? Not so many words. Yeah, dude. And like, they got to protect their own selves. You get what I mean? So they're not going to say it straight up. But like, I went to my manager, like, I'm in the elevator. You get what I mean? I like yeah. went to my manager. I'm like, dude, like, bro said this to me. Like, what the hell? And then he, he, he doubles down. He doubles down and says, like, yeah, like, you have to. I'm like, dude, I'm not doing that. Yeah, fuck out of here, yeah. bro. What the hell? Yeah, devil worship and pedophilia bro, now, are the two biggest. Yeah. I think I, I remember seeing your name, bro. When you said Little Skies, I'm like, bro, I remember seeing your name on, like, I, th I don't know if it was SoundCloud, because I'm big yeah, on SoundCloud. Like, yeah, I listen yeah. to a lot of SoundCloud. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I, I remember seeing your name, bro, on SoundCloud. Yeah, like, I remember yeah. seeing it, bro. Yeah. So it's crazy you said that. It just came back to me, but... um. I definitely remember seeing your name, bro. So, uh, but that's that's nuts, dude. Just the, the homosexuality, pedophilia that's going on, dude. And yeah. it's like, I've never understood that. I've never understood that, bro. I'm it's even like, gonna I'm even gonna double down on it more. Like, um, so everyone loves E. It's cool. Like, I listen to his music every day. You get what I mean? But like, I started actually listening to bro's lyrics and stuff, and he was like, um. Like, there's a song that's blowing up right now, and, like, he'd be blowing it up at his shows and stuff, and, like, he's like, I work with the devil, I work with the devil, I work with the devil. And, dude, like, I didn't even know what he was saying, but I was, like, jamming to it, and then, like, I was on the Apple Music lyrics, and I'm like, damn, like. Yeah. Bro, what the hell, bro? I'll tell you, I'll tell you a real weird, real weird situation that happened. Like, when I started blowing up, my address got leaked, my numbers got leaked, everything was going crazy. People started going up to gas stations and stuff and putting my putting my photo on the gas stations, right? And like publicity, good publicity, whatever, yeah. right? But at the corner of the paper, they put a they put a goat with devil horns. What on your on your poster? On a picture, yeah. What the hell? Like it looked like they spent fifteen minutes on this thing and like they made sure like each corner had the devil stuff. What the bro? That's what I don't understand, dude. It's like, and then little, like, even even videos like Little Nas X yeah. and Little Nas X twerking on the devil. It's yeah. like, bro, don't release that shit twenty years ago, dude. Release that shit thirty years ago. That would never be acceptable, bro. Never would that be acceptable in society, bro. Yeah, man. and and people eat it up, bro. And it, it makes sells, no bro. sense, dude. It sells, dude. And it makes no sense. And it's all fun and games. Like, you can think it's some fun. But, like, behind the scenes, bro, this is the shit that's really going so on. what's happening. And honestly, bro, like, I've heard this before by, like, you know, so-called conspiracy theorists or whatever. My dad was a big, like, off-the-grid conspiracy theorist guy. Yeah. Um, and he taught me a lot, bro. But everything that he said growing up is, like, coming true. Oh, yeah, bro. 100%. And it's like these people are, like, Satanists, bro. Like, these people are, like, straight-up Satanists. And it's like, man, it's like... 
It sucks so bad, bro, because it's like I love music, bro. I love the music industry. I love yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. I love just artists. I mean, grew up, that you know. Togetherness, you go. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, dog, it's like, where's the raw, bro? Where's the raw, like the the Easy E, like the raw, like the the Tupac, the the Ice Cube, like even the OGs, like yeah, the raw OGs that just came up, bro. Music has dramatically changed, man. And I'll even I'll even say one last thing, you know, before we move on. But like, you guys can search this up. It's all over YouTube. Like, search up like Juice World, like Cross, like Beach. You know, I saw that where they were burning the shit on. Yeah, the beach. Future and everybody was like, "Yo, like, what you doing, Juice?" And Juice is in the middle of a pentagram, bro. Like, quit playing with yeah. me, bro. Like, yeah, bro. What the hell? Yeah, that's the like, thing, dude. And then you know, obviously he's not anywhere here. He's not yeah, longer with us, bro. Yeah, him. Yeah, so dude, yeah, I, the scary, Juice World was one of my favorite artists, dude. I loved yeah. him, bro. Dude was a dude was a beast, bro. His but, songs had frequencies, you know. Yeah. Everybody was in them. So well, it sucks too because uh, I think he he signed to Interscope, right? Yeah, I believe his mom got his masters though. Is that correct? Yeah, they they're doing so much with him now. Yeah, like, we yeah. <laughs> They leaking his shit, bro. Yeah, selling his music, like, yeah. damn, dude. His girls with another dude. It's that messed H- up, bro. Yeah. It's like you gotta. That's the biggest thing. The biggest advice, bro, that I could give you in anything in life, and that you would agree, I'd yeah. imagine, and you could say the same thing, bro. Just from what we've experienced in our life, bro, is you gotta get the hell away from negative people, bro. Yeah, you gotta man. get away from wrong people, bro. Like. Like your friends are gonna be the one that stab you in the back, not your enemies. It's bro. not your ops, bro. There's exactly. no there's nothing called ops, none of that. It's your friends yep. that turn into your rivals and your enemies. Exactly, bro. You gotta be around people that are genuinely, genuinely there for you. 100%. And in the way you can tell that somebody's and, and you can I'll let you talk on this, bro. Yeah, yeah. How do you in the music industry, because of the toxicity and the bullets flying, it's kind of like a war zone yeah. with with all that, bro. It's like, and few really make it out, bro. Few really make it to success and then get out. You know, kind of like how Russ did it, where yeah. he kind of set it up. You know, yeah. but how how would you find real people in the music industry? Like, how do you know if somebody's real or not bro, in your corner for you? Yeah, so the music industry, man. If there's anything Nestle taught me, bro, is that there are no friends here, bro. That's yeah. a that's the saddest thing. It's like anyone that like anyone that I've like talked to anything like they were just about their bread. Like I've worked with like Big Baby Gucci, Zodiac, Nestle, like a lot of people. You know, everyone knows me. They they know me. You get what I mean? But like ultimately, dude, like you can think that like any of these guys your friends, but like after you like work with them enough, then it just everything starts to only turning into business. Like what happened with Ken Carson? Like immediately after Ken Carson, every page wanted to talk to me. Cause they were like, oh, like, let's make this happen. Let's do this interview, blah, blah, blah. But it's like the second my hype started dying down, it just started turning like, oh yeah, Bella, like, we'll, we'll give you the post. Like just throw us 200 here, throw us 300 yeah, here. Yeah, bro, what? You get what I mean? And like the crazy thing about the whole Ken Carson thing is that I got blackballed. Really? I got blackballed. That's for everybody. That's for everybody listening. I got blackballed. Like all these hyper pop artists, like Young Fazo, uh, uh, Gleave, I forgot what his name is, but like all these guys, like they just stopped, like fucking with me, like they stopped, like really, yeah, because Ken Carson's camp is huge. Opium, like they control everything. Clappers, I think that's his name. Like all these like artists that are blowing up, even like um, there's so many artists that blew up just this year alone. You get what I yeah. mean? Last year, I was trying to hit up Yeet two years ago, trying to get a feature for $20,000. For real? Yeah, I've been trying to do that for a really long time. What, he never hit you back or what? Nah, just doesn't. Nordo Wick, I hit up Nordo too. I hit up Nordo before he dropped that whole Who Wants Smoke With Me. 
His freaking management goes like, oh, like we're not doing features at this time, but we'll hit you. Three months later, bro blew up. Yeah, wow. Bullshit, bro. That's that's what I never understood. See, like me, bro, personally, like where and and believe it or not, bro, this is gonna sound crazy, but that's what I was finna do before this yeah. this job. Like if it wasn't if the insurance industry, like if I didn't find if the insurance I believe God led me here, but yeah, if God had not led me here, bro, I was gonna straight start rapping like exactly. i was like i got my boy and uh i'll send you his information he's yeah, out yeah. uh in pennsylvania shout out to uh priority i've been a rapper dejan jordan he's a beast yeah one of bro truthfully one of the greatest artists i've ever heard in my entire life like in my entire life yeah. like freestyle music but bro's not no no one like not everybody knows him but bro makes some ama- amazing music man yeah. amazing yeah. and and me and him was recording some tracks and that's uh you know, and I was going to do that, like full-time pursue music, you know, and then God led me here, yeah. uh, luckily. But the thing I love about this business and the thing that I, I'm looking at now when learning from you, bro, is like, in the music industry, dude, it's like, why why would you not, if you're popping, bro, and you know how hard it is to, to make it yeah. in general, yeah. and you make it, bro, and you got cats that like, I understand, bro, if, if maybe you're in a different genre or maybe you don't fuck with their music because everybody want to be a rapper nowadays, yeah, bro, and yeah. it's like not everybody really got it like that. Yeah. And it's like, dog, if you if you don't sound good or you don't sound like... Obviously, your music's fire, bro. Yeah. So, But it's like if somebody, you know, don't got it, all right, that's understandable, bro. Like, hey, bro, you know, keep working on your music, bro. Um, You know, keep sending me stuff. Like, if, if, if it sounds good, I'll throw it on. Yeah. You know, whatever. We can discuss that if it sounds good, right? Yeah. And just be honest with somebody, bro. Yeah. And then... If not, bro, and you hear somebody, you're like, dude, this guy's fucking great. This guy can spit, bro. Put him on, bro. Like, why exactly. why, like, why like, would you not want to put somebody else on, bro? You know how hard it is to make it, bro. Yeah. They put in all this work. You put, I can't imagine the hours you put in behind yeah, the scenes to day, get bro. to where you're at yeah, now, bro. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why not give a handout, bro, and help somebody out, bro? You know what I mean? They talk about, um, this is a book. I, I don't remember. Malcolm Gladwell, I think. And it was about like the keys of success or just something. And it talks about like analytics, like statistics and stuff, like how you can get crazy, right? They talk about this concept of 10,000 hours. It takes 10,000 hours to master any skill. You want to be the craziest plumber. You want to be this. You want to be that. 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours. That's all it takes. And once you get there, like that's, you got it. But it's also about who you know. You know Luya? I don't know if anyone knows who Luya is. Luya is like this new spiritual artist. He's blowing up right now. Reached out to him too, you know, and he was like, he liked me, you know, everything was going good. But the thing is, is that he's, he's just so like all over the place. So yeah. he, he told me, he's like, he, bought, he put me on live, heard my song. He's like, yo, I like it, but I'm just so ADHD. And I'm just like, I'm like, I bet like at least, at least you acknowledge me. Yeah. At least you told me like, hey, like, you'll check me out later. But like, you're busy right now. So cool. Yeah. You get what I mean? 100%. So, uh, bro. Yeah. So I get that. Like, everyone's so scared to just put people on, but it's like these industries are now choosing who they want to get put on. Yeah. And it's like, it's nowadays, bro. It's, and that's that's literally what it is, bro. People control everything, dude. And, and it's the people that control it. And once you have enough influence, bro, where you can really, like, you can take it over and do something different. That's exactly. when they. That's when they come after you, yeah, bro. That's yeah, when your address starts to get leaked. Yeah. That's whenever because you, you're not conforming to their idealistic ways, bro. They you're don't get to control to you industry, exactly. And that's what I am too. And that's why they try to take me off Instagram. Yeah, you bro. get what I mean? It got scary for a second. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like chill out, bro. Yeah. So. Well, that's that's crazy, man. And um, and and you know, behind the scenes work for you, dude. Like you said, bro, front your own cash. I mean, dude, yeah. equipment, studio time. I mean, not to mention, bro, the time you're taking away, like. 
dog, you could be doing this. You know what we do and yeah. selling life insurance. You yeah. could be out here uh, making money X, Y, Z, but you're putting your money and energy and time because you're all in, bro. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand about truthfully being all in on something, bro. When you're all in on something, dog, it's like you're going to do whatever it, whatever it takes to make yeah. it happen. No bro. matter what. No matter Failure what. Failure is not an option. You exactly. know what I mean? Adversity. Like you got to just face it head on and move on. Yeah. 100%. Bro. Yeah. So. Now, about you, bro, and I want to get into this too because this is something I love to understand from different artists that I speak to and different people is um, the thought process and their process because everybody got a different process for everything, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, here we're, we're huge believers in just mind, body, spirit. Like, every morning you're waking up, you're in the gym, you're reading, you're developing yourself spiritually, and obviously you got the success mindset, as you mentioned, yeah. which is crazy, bro, because nowadays more and more people, especially independent individuals that are great artists, um, that have so much potential and so much talent naturally that I that I speak to that I'm hearing they have the success mindset. You know what I mean? And that's the difference. Like you didn't you're you wanna you wanna go to success the hard way. Like you wanna get there the right way, the hard way, morally correct, <clears throat> because it's sustainable. You know that exactly. you yeah. know, you go out and do these acts, you know, the shit they're talking about with these yeah. acts, right? It only goes for so long, man. Exactly. And then it's like it's like, dude, not only that, bro, you gotta live with that for the rest of your life. That you did that, but you're out here with the mindset of success. So if you could talk a little bit about number one, like what what led you to kind of pursue that mindset? Yeah. Um, how did that mindset develop over your career over over time? And then number two is your songwriting process, bro. You know, where where do you think of like the names of your albums, your songs? Where do you think of the, you know, what to write about? How is that written down? Yeah. Um, and and stuff like that. It's always been very <clears throat> intriguing to me. For example, Juice World, you know. A lot of times he would say, and a lot of people would say, I don't know how true this is, but some of his songs that he would just go all the way through and like just yeah, record it the whole, the whole way, yeah. you know? And it's like, I know some people it's cut up, put together, cut up, put together. And it's like, you know, how do, how is your process working? And then yeah. how did you get that success mindset? Yeah. So basically, um, it's kind of funny because like when I first started out with everything in general, like I, I used to just wake up like 2 p.m., 3 p.m. every day. I'd be out like the whole night. I'd be partying with friends. I'd just be waking up random places, you know? And like... After like two, three years, four years, five years of doing that, just like my college years, you know, high school, like I was in a bad environment. I was in the right environment. Every time I try to get out of that environment, everyone will push me in more. You get what I mean? And I got sick, you know, I got sick and I wasn't doing so good and everything kind of felt like the walls were kind of closing in on me. And one day I just woke up and I'm like, screw this. Like, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Like, let me just see what I can do. Woke up at 6 a.m. I went for like a run in a freaking forest, Gramil. You get what I mean? Just ran and I ran and I ran. And eventually, after running so many times, then it started turning into like, okay, like I'm going to sit down for one hour, you know, and just kind of like relax, like kind of zen out, you know, relax, kind of just heal that inner trauma. You get what yeah. I mean? Like <clears throat> yep. we deal with so much problems that like we never like sit down and think about like, okay, like, is the reason why I can't succeed right now because of this past problem from like four years ago? Is this the reason why I can't break a barrier? And soon that 6 a.m. waking up turned into, okay, I'm going to sleep by 10 p.m. tonight and I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. tomorrow. And it's been maybe like a year, two years. Me and my girlfriend, we've been waking up at like 4 a.m. Let's go, bro. Come 4 a.m., yeah. And I wake up at 4 a.m. like... Oakbrook Mall, I'll like go to like literally run up the parking garages. You get what I mean? Like I did that for like a very long time. It was 15 degrees, man. Yeah. Running up a parking garage. You know what winter I mean? ain't a joke. Yeah, bro. it's not a joke. And like after like a while, it just, um, 
started getting resilient in that manner. Like I started getting like consistent into like what I actually wanted to do. I stopped eating out. I stopped drinking. I like decided, hey, like I kind of want to try cooking. Let me try cooking some steak by myself. And I ate the steak and then I went out the next day and I was like, damn, like I kind of like the steak better. You yeah. know what I mean? And I started doing that. And like I started taking out every bad person out of my life. I stopped saying like, oh, like come through. Let's all eat together. And when I started doing that, all the bad people started, like, when I stopped doing that, all the bad people started leaving because it's like, oh, you don't hit me up anymore. It's like, bro, it goes two ways. Yeah, you exactly. got to reciprocate that. You get what I mean? So now the people are gone. The bad habits are leaving. I'm waking up early. I'm cooking my own food. I'm a threat to humanity now. You get what I mean? Yep. I'm eat, I'm cooking my own stuff. <laughs> you get what I mean? People don't understand that. They get they get really thrown off at that. And um. It, just it ain't about, normal, bro. Yeah, it's not normal. normal. It's, it's it's about consistency and doing like what you love and who you want to be. Like I know 40, 50 year olds right now that are still like going out to the clubs, going out to the bars, finding like 21 year olds and stuff. It's like, bro, like it's going to go for so long. You get what I mean? So yeah, like I'm a whole different thing. I run a, I run a health like camp business. I have like 10, 15 clients that I change their habits make them sleep early, wake up. The same things I'm doing, I put them on to. I'm go. like I'm like a mobile lifetime. You get what I mean? <laughs> mobile yeah. lifetime. Lifetime is the greatest place, yeah, bro. Yeah, lifetime is a great place. But yeah, so like after that, like it kind of, it just became second nature. And I realized that everyone who I didn't want, like them around, I didn't want them around. And everything yeah. changed from there. So music, music onto the second thing, like it, it's kind of funny because my family doesn't accept it. I, really? I, yeah, I'm Muslim, so like my family, they're really hardcore Muslim, so they don't respect that. They don't do anything. Wow. Yeah, I've had sessions at my house where they like barge in, kick out the engineer, like yeah, it's holy been, shit. Yeah, and I've been. It's kind of funny. Like I've been, I started making music in my bathroom. Really, it was the only place that I could like actually have any type of peace and quiet. So like literally like 12 a.m. midnight or like anytime no one's at the house, like I'll literally like. Go in the bathroom, like, lock, like, two, three doors in. Like, you know how, like, when you smoke, you put the towels underneath yeah. it? Yeah, I was, like, soundproofing these bathrooms. Wow, bro. Yeah, man. So Finding like, a way to just make music, bro. Yeah, just finding so, a way. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so I started like that. And Are then, they like, still like that now, or is there any, yeah, is there any dude, like, leniency nah, now? Yeah, there's no type of leniency. In fact, it got worse, dude. When I went to Malibu to, like, go see Nestle and them, like... They wanted to come with me to the studio, like, see who I was hanging out with. But it's like, dude, like, there's, like, all these people here. Like, I don't want to bring you here if you're going to disrespect me and the people I'm seeing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. So, like, they've they've never liked that. It's, it's It got worse when I got the company, the Seasons Dead car, the whole yeah. rose gold decals everywhere. Like, they were trying to, like, junk the car. Really? Yeah, they were trying to junk the car. I spent like four grand on that car. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. So like they um, it's kind of funny because I used to do real estate. You know, real estate yeah. a lot with my pops and stuff, and they gave me cash for it. They helped me out. They let me do my own stuff. And then when they realized that I was putting in the music, they started applying chargebacks. Yeah, man. So I almost lost my connects. You get what I mean? Wow. I, it's hard, man. I like what's my song songwriting process? I go to the emptiest part of the house and I just stay there and I like. I like sing, but I do it really, really light. Yeah. Because I can't attract attention. Bro, wow, dude. That's yeah. crazy. You're yeah. fighting for, through this shit and nobody even knows. Nobody like. knows, dude. Like, I've been quiet my entire life. Like, and everyone goes like, oh, like, it's so easy. I can do this. It's like, nah, man. Like, I'd be hiding, like, yeah, in my own house trying to make music, <laughs> you know? Dude, that's crazy. That's sometimes yeah. what it is, bro. A lot of yeah. times you'll hear that, dude. Like, and these people out here, like, dude, everybody in our business is 18, 19 years old. Yeah. And 
you're not taught. The thing is, you're not taught that. You know what I mean? A lot of times parents try to live through you. So before I say anything on that, but um, do your parents like, did they have a different path for you? Did they yeah. say, here's like what we want you to do? Or yeah, what? they wanted, uh, they wanted me to become a doctor. They uh, wanted, wow. Yeah. Like the MCAT, uh, the whole doctor exam. Yeah. I was supposed to take it next year and I just had a whole falling out. So like, that's not happening anymore. I was supposed to do psychology. That's what I wanted to do. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, forget it. Like I'll, I'll do something, you know, something related to it. Cause I'm interested in the mind, the, how everything yeah. works. And my dad like alienated me. He stopped talking to me. He just completely just dipped on me like holy yeah. shit. Yeah, so like uh, my house wasn't my house anymore. But the funny thing now is like I got a little brother. He's in college right now. Of course, he's fine to do psychology. Now. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a it's a fun fun little world I'm living in, you know. Bro, that's the uh, thing you're battling shit that people don't see that, bro. No. Nah, like that's that dude, that sucks, bro. Like yeah. that truthfully sucks cuz yeah. if your dad like you <clears throat> you know if your dad Heard your music, bro. Yeah. And he heard your potential and what you were capable of doing. <clears throat> he'd be impressed, bro. If yeah. he really took the time to actually sit down and listen to you, he would be genuinely impressed. And that's that's just crazy to me, dude. That's crazy. I mean, that's that's how it works. So these people over here, like, there's some of these people like that I work with, that I help, that I coach, that I mentor with these 18, 19 year old dudes, yeah. females. And you know, it's their moms or their their dads. And I'll, I'll be talking to their moms and dads yeah. daily. And it's because their moms and dads are like, oh, I don't want my child to get scammed, you know, and they're kind of doing it out of love at the end of the day, bro, because they 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 truthfully have a different perspective on the music industry. They think, oh, but you're obviously mentally tough enough with your habits and, and who you are and who you've become to the point where you're not going to let that shit infect you. Now, guaranteed, they're still right to an extent because, like you said, like we just talked about that pedophilia, you know, the acts that they want you to do. So I understand where they're looking out for you and it's out of love. Um, but th they're going about it wrong completely because they don't ask you. Like they 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 don't understand that they you're the, your. They make that executive decision for you. Exactly, bro. You're a grown ass man. Yeah, dude. you're a grown ass man. Yeah, bro. So. that's what that's what I try to tell them, bro. It's like my mom told me to quit nine months into this business. You know what I, I mean? I spent too much money. I yeah, can't do that. <laughs> I can't just turn a switch off like a light switch. Like right, what you bro. mean? Plus the fire inside of you, dude. It's a yeah. passion and a dream, bro. And, yeah. and obviously you're drawn to music and, and the world pulled you to music for a reason, bro. And it's because you got work left to do, dude. Yeah. You got work left to do. I got work left to do here. You 100%. got work left to do in the music. And, yeah. and it's going to be crazy, man. Just, uh, <clears throat> you know, when this podcast blows up and when your career blows up, like even more than it already is, it's it's going to be a blessing, bro. And we're going to yeah. look back at this and be like, dude, yeah. bro, you know, this is and this is a lot of wisdom. What a dude. time to be alive. Yeah, yeah. 100%, bro. But that's crazy, man. As people don't know what you're going through. Um, that's your family, bro. That shit sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's like the people you care about most. And it's like all the shit that's already been going on, you know, and it's like people don't understand what you go through. And it's like, yeah, people go through worse. It's like that shit still don't take away yeah. your pain, bro, <laughs> of what you're going through, bro. So for you yeah. to get on here and be positive, bro, and still yeah. like kind of be positive and still, you know, look at it from a good perspective, bro. We appreciate appreciate your time of and course, everything, bro. Man, real, yeah. real talk. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. But um, to jump into the next question I had, bro, and we can uh, kind of, you know, wrap up with this. But to jump in, though, um, for you is number one, <clears throat> What does the future look like? You know, kind of what is your vision for the next three to five years? Where do you want to see your career? Where do you want to see yourself, you know, living? Where do you want to see your music career at in the next three to five years? I like to get this perspective from the artist is kind of like how a little bit of how A Boogie did it and how, uh, you know, Lil Bibby did yeah. it is like where they kind of, they, and A Boogie still makes music, don't get me wrong, he just dropped an album, but 
they take it where like they'll, you know, they'll either sign or uh, whatever the case may be and kind of build their, their brand up and build their name up. But then they'll get to a point where they go and they start their own record label and they get into the producer side of things. So um, number one, on your opinion, who makes more, the producer, the artist? Um, and then number two is, you know, where do you see yourself in the next three to five years? Not only with your vision, which you can elaborate on, but do you want to remain like, do you want to kind of blow up as an artist and be longevity kind of like Drake? Or do you want to jump into the producer side of things like Lil Bibby where you're kind of signing other artists? Yeah. So, so that's, that's a really big thing. So I definitely think producers are making more money. The only reason why is that like when you're an artist, like you're paying for studio time all the time. Yeah. Like you're always paying, like whether it's features or there's studio time, whether it's this, whether it's that producers, like you can literally make the beat. Not discrediting them because the beat is what makes the song. Yeah. But once you make that beat, like you can literally just keep making money off of it. You don't have to do anything. Like you have to make the beat and then that's it. You can literally throw beats around. You're yeah. not making lyrics. You're making beats, which is fine. That's completely fine. There's no there's no discrediting of information, no work, anything. Because it's all hard. You get what I mean? I just started doing producing and stuff, so it is hard. It takes some time. But producers definitely make a lot more money because like once you're a producer, you can you definitely have like a wider reach. Like you're more valuable if you're a producer. Versus an artist, if that makes any yeah. sense. So you can start as a producer and then you become an artist too. Yes, now you're 100% valuable. For the artist side, like uh, where do I see myself? Where do I see myself in the next five years? What I'm what I'm doing is I can't say the name on I can't say the name on the podcast, but like I'm planning to make like an alter ego. Yeah. And uh, that person is gonna be masked up, kind of similar to like how a lot of artists are doing it now. Yeah. Like they're no fate, like marshmallow, like all these people, right? What my plan is is to make like an alter ego. That person is going to make similar music or different, or and he's going to keep building on genres, keep switching stuff up. But no one will ever know who he is. No one will ever know who he is. And my plan is to slowly make seasons dead, like go towards like the business aspect and stuff like that, while still dropping music, hanging out, stuff like that. But that alter ego will soon replace him. Yeah, and in. In reality, once I do that, then I'll be able to go out in public. I'll be able to go do what I want to do. I don't have to worry about people anymore. Because the music, it's so fun. It's amazing. It's amazing meeting all these new people, all these artists working, being in love with the music, just being in that zone. But it brings so many struggles and so many yeah. difficulties. You get what I mean? I want people to be able to be like, hang out with me, do stuff. And like they don't even know that they're sitting across someone who has like 20 million monthly listeners. Yeah, yeah. You know what what, I mean? That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, you said uh, so nobody knows the real identity, of Marshmallow. So they just found out, like literally, I think it was last year or maybe three years ago. He was at the VMAs, I think, or like something, and he like, he was so funny. I don't know why he did it. He like just ran up. No, it was the Emmys. He went up there and he like he grabbed it and then he just took off his helmet. Like live TV, just took it off. Really? Yeah, and I'm just looking at him. I'm like, what did he just do? Like, just gave away his whole identity, bro. Yeah, Holy I could shit. never do that, man. What about uh, Sia? I think her name is Sia or something. And Sia, and then there's other. There's there's one other person. He passed. He passed away, but he had a black mask. I don't know if you remember. I don't know. Like a lot of people know him. Yeah, yeah. MF Doom. What? He passed away. Yeah. He got shot and killed, or what? Yeah, he got shot, right? Really? 
Man, that's horrible. I'm sorry. So Recipes for bro, but yeah. <laughs> they, they probably found his identity after he died, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he did it for so long. You get what I mean? And like no one even knew who he was. And like it was actually kind of nice. And Kanye, Kanye did it at a show one time. Like uh, he like said like, like he'd be going to interviews and stuff and he just puts this black mask on and everyone makes fun. Like they just laugh, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, dude, like an- anonymity is like your best friend in this game. Yeah. You get what I mean? So yeah, that's my goal. Crazy. I'm really trying to, I'm really trying to drop off the map, man. I'm trying to make all my money, drop off the map, and just take care of like all the people who love me. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. That's it. I mean, dog, I love the, I love the dream. I love the vision. I love the goal, bro. And yeah. that's uh, truthfully, same here. Yeah. Residual income, bro. Indestructible income. Do whatever you want, you know. Exactly. And that's the thing. Uh, Montana three hundred said this, man. I say this on every podcast that I'm on with, like any musician. It's just. You know, he said uh, with record labels, you know, you make them famous while while they make you, they make you famous while you make them rich. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, do you want the fame? And it's like, and to a degree, you can say that, dude. But like you said, bro, fame comes with everything else, dude. One minute, next thing you know, you got a hater, you get shot and killed. Yeah. You know man. what I mean? It's like P&B rock, bro. Bro's literally going out to Eating eat. waffles, bro. Yeah. What the hell was that? You know what I mean? Like pop smoke, bro. Like you can't, you're telling me you can't go out to California at 20 years old with millions of dollars and rent out an Airbnb and do like, and, and you you get killed by some 17 year olds. Like you gotta be kidding me, bro. That's why like personally, if it was up to me, bro, like I, I would live in Dubai. Like yeah. long, to long term, I'm going to live in Dubai hundred percent, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just simply because. Safety, bro. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bro. How are your apps going to come to you? They're going to passport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but they, they ain't finding me bro. you know yeah. that's just 100 percent what it is bro so yeah. um exactly. so that's that's huge vision and then uh and then the next thing bro and i like to end this off with every podcast is uh well before that i want to ask you who who if you had to pick one artist that you would say is like all right this is my favorite artist of all time that i kind of look up to that i kind of learn from a lot or that i kind of try to resemble you know their music in a sense who would you say that is for you Bro, it's like it's like mainstream as hell when people be like, "Oh, like Juice is my artist or yeah, this is yeah, my yeah. artist," but like, or even X is my artist. But like, I think X is like um, XX Tentacion. You know, I think the reason why I looked up to him, he's kind of the reason why I started making music and stuff. It's because he he made it normal to express your feelings. Yeah, he made it okay to be genuine with people. Like he was so genuine that like people felt offended and they felt like oh like intimidated because of how like in touch he was with himself like he paved the way for like juice world and like all these people because like think about it like x he was so crazy with his emotions and energy but he never associated drugs with it yeah he was always like trying to make sure like everyone felt loved in the crowd no matter what juice world yes he wanted to make sure everyone felt loved but it was always attached to percocet music like liquor drugs like no matter what lean I heard his label was giving that to him, too. Yeah, you get what I mean? Anything to pump out more music, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like, X, it was X, man. Like, X really, like, he made it okay to, like, cry, to be genuine, to, like, show love. We live in such a cold world, man. Like Yeah, 100%. You got to start showing love. I agree, bro. X, X, and it's sad what happened to him, bro. That shit was was, was terrible. It was so, like, it, it was something that didn't need to happen. Yeah, 100%, bro. So, yeah. You know who Jimmy Wapo is? I think so, yeah. Elm Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so He's yeah. from Pittsburgh. That's where I'm from. It's, it's really? Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah. So we grew up on him. Like, that was, that was, he died the same day yeah. as us. Shot and killed the same day yeah. as us. But yeah, Jimmy Wapa was just about, and that's what sucks, dude. He was 21. No, guaranteed, bro. No you one's know. making it past 25. I don't yeah. know if anyone's seeing that. Yeah, 100%, bro. Yeah. 
I mean, guaranteed he kind of did some crazy like, yeah. shit. Uh, Jimmy Wapo did, but still, bro, yeah. he's about to sign a deal with his life. And it boom. Snatched smoked. from him. Yeah. yeah. And it sucks, dude. And, and and he was a beast, bro. Millions of views, you know, worldwide known. Yeah. Just like, you know, just like you, just like X, If it's bro. not someone ending you, it's the drugs, bro. Yeah, exactly, bro. That's the, that's the thing that's crazy, dude. And that's why Juice World, that, like, when Juice World died, dude, that shit sucks. Because it's like, I mean, he, you know, he did it kind of to himself with the drugs. But it's like, if he had the right people around him, bro. They would have took it. Yeah. You they would have never, they would have made him. Like, yeah. bro, I would rather you, like... Cause like bro, that's the thing. He just didn't think he would be good Impulsive, enough without yeah. the without the drugs. And it's like, yes, you would have, bro. That's talent inside of you, dude. You don't need some substance. Like obviously, child, if I go take yeah. a Percocet, bro, and I go get on the phones, I'm gonna close 26 deals. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I've closed 26 <laughs> deals without Percocets too. Yeah. So Sorry, it's man. it's a hundred percent, bro. And same, yeah. I'd imagine with you. But um, then to finish it up, bro, the last thing I want to ask you too is like, if you were to be able, like all your, let's say all your music, all your content, everything got deleted, bro, and you had to leave, you know, the people watching this with three tips, three pieces of advice that that that's all that anybody would remember you from. They wouldn't remember you from nothing else, just these three pieces of advice. What would you leave behind for them? If I literally did not exist after today, you guys, you need to, you need to heal your inner child. Your inner child is someone very important to you. And when you heal him or her, that's when your life truly starts. That's one. Second, you came into this world alone, so you're going to die alone as well. You're going to go 100%. back. You get what I mean? So you need to start focusing on yourself. You need to focus on what can you do right now. You have 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do now that's going to make the next 24 hours worth it? And the third one, which is what really I should have just done from the jump is really just have fun, man. Like you're going to, you can spend the rest of your life being stressed out. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. But like, if you don't love what you're doing and you keep being stressed out, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Dude, you're going to spend the rest of your life like that. 100%. So 100%, you just, you need to love yourself. You need to heal that inner child. And you need to focus on you, man. Because once you get that trifecta in, you're you're a threat, dude. And everyone's going to see that. Who cares if you don't fit in? You got to fit in with yourself. That's it. That's all I got for you guys. Bro. Yeah. So. Lo- I love the advice, bro. I love yeah. the advice. Heal your inner child, bro. That's a lot of people been through trauma when they were younger. Yeah. Um, a lot of parents, you know, no offense to the parents, but they, uh, a they lot didn't of do a good job. Like, they don't know how to raise their kids, man. That's just what it is. People do yeah. not know how to raise their kids, especially yeah. in the United States of America. They do not know how to raise their kids. Kudos, and yeah. they, they try to raise their kids through them. They try to raise their kids. It's like, it's like, listen, dude, when you're yelling at your kid like that, bro, he's just trying to explore shit. Like, he, you're yelling at your kid like that. Like, yeah, your kid should have discipline, bro. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to discipline a kid for... Exploring. For, yeah, bro. Like, like it doesn't make sense. Because yeah. you're creating anxiety and, and stress and depression. The and, safe and space depression. is gone. Yeah, you're creating all this shit inside of a child, bro. And, and yeah. then, not to mention your habits, bro. Yeah. You know, like, a lot of people, they say, well, why doesn't my kid listen to me? It's like... Would you listen to you, dude? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, people, yeah. it's like, if you're a if you're a dad, bro, why why are you overweight? You know what I mean? If you're a dad, you why? You your kid to be healthy. Like, yeah. what, what's he going to do with that? Yeah, exactly, bro. Like, why are you overweight? Why are you having your daughter go get you a beer? You're mad that your daughter's going to college parties drinking with all, 10 dudes around. But you raised your daughter to have her go get you a beer while you're sitting there watching a football game. And sitting on a couch fat with, with tits, right? So, like, that's that's the thing is, like, people need to understand, bro. Like, you said that, that that second piece of advice you said is, like, 
listen, you came into this world alone. You're, you got to be selfish, bro. Yeah. In order to help someone else, you got to help yourself. That means every, you got to be in the gym. You got to help yourself. You got to go get your money right. You got to help yourself. You got to go get your mind right and your spirit right. And you got to help yourself because if you have kids, if you have a wife, if you have any significant other person of significance in your life that you truly love, that you truly care about, and you want what's best for them, then you need to make sure that all your boxes are checked off first. Because if I go, I can't go to somebody and tell them to get in shape if I'm fat. You know what I mean? I can't go to somebody and tell them to get my money right if I'm broke. I can't go to somebody and say, hey, bro, listen, you know, get in touch with God if I'm over here sinning every Real single life. night on the weekends, you know? Yes, so it's like, you know, you, it sounds like you've been doing uh, just like you're Soul searching. Yeah, bro. Soul searching. You're taking care of yourself um, and you're building yourself up, bro, which is what you just just keep doing that, bro. And and that's what the advice to everybody, bro. It's yeah, like 100%. build yourself to hell up, man. Become the man that you admired. Like when you were a kid, bro, who did you look up to? What kind of man did you envision as a superhero when you when you were a kid? Yeah. Become that man. Yeah. Become him. You know, aspire to be a superhero, not a, another person with a nicer house or another car, you know, exactly. nicer car, whatever. But um. <laughs> But yeah, bro, so um, Season's Dead on a podcast, Adversity Kings, bro. A lot of value, a lot of wisdom. If you guys got value, which you 100% did if you watched the whole thing, share it with other people, bro. Share it with other people. Promote it. It doesn't cost us. We're not charging you to watch this. We're not getting monetization money from this. This is all free content, free wisdom, free value, getting provided to you from many different avenues in business, in the music industry, uh, from great different artists of different genres that's worked in, in different realms. Check out Seasons Dead on YouTube, Instagram. Where else can they find you? Apple you Music. Apple Music, Spotify, all platforms. By the time you see this, I'm going to have 100,000 monthly listeners. Let's go, bro. Come on, yeah. bro. Seasons Dead. YouTube. Spotify and spell that out. That's S Z N S. That's S Z N S D E A D. Yes, sir. Up. I appreciate you guys and I love you all. Thank Music's you. Music's fire, bro. Make sure y'all check it out. Thank you for watching another yeah. episode of the Adversity King podcast. We'll be back with our 26 million episode next time. Thank you. Yeah.